Welcome to Two Girls in a Theory, a podcast where two college students hang out and talk about a conspiracy theory. That's Riley. And that's <laughs> And that's Grace. You always say that's Riley and Tisha. NPR, like, and that's Riley. Like, every time you say it, I like, makes me giggle. I don't know what it is. I'm excited to podcast <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, uh, it's not quite 11 o'clock. It's, it's close enough. 10.48. That's not too bad. <sighs> These toenails are bad. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I need to, like, fix mine before tomorrow because I have to, like... Look at that one. That one just came off my second toe. Ooh, it's like a whole second toenail. toe? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that goes off the big toe. Look at that thing. Oh. Like, what is going on there? It looks like a grandma toenail. Yikes. Toenails are not, like... I, that's one thing I'm grateful for every fall is that, like... I can stop, like, wearing sandals or whatever and not have to think about my toenails. Like, I can just put on, like, full shoes and not really have Actually, to Actually, do you see how this it. is, like, bloody? Like, that's messed up. That's not good. You know what I think that's from? We were at Cardboard Village, and this girl and me were carrying a table, and I was Ooh. stepping down, like, the pavement, and she just kept on going and rammed it right into my toe. Ooh. And then kept going. And didn't stop when I said, ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's not pretty. Anyways. Um, okay, I have a story that I've been wanting to tell you, but I was like, no, this is good quality content that I need to save for the podcast. Okay, so. Better be good. I think it's really good. <laughs> um, I, so I, was, I had this dream. This is, this is me telling you the dream. Now, people say that nothing is more boring than other people's dreams, but I really think you're going to like this I've one. I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, no. And, like, sorry to my mom because she listens to the podcast, but she's a vivid dreamer, and she loves telling us her dreams, and we're just kind of like, okay, yeah, we've had this conversation, so so it's fine. But you just, like, outed her on the full Yeah, it's okay. All right. It's okay. Um, Okay, so we were in Arkansas with the family, just, I don't know, whatever, in Arkansas, and we had been, like, walking, like, we went on a walk around the neighborhood. Again, this is a dream, so, like, just keep that in mind. And we're, like, walking around our grandparents' neighborhood, whatever, usual, going on a walk. And then I see my room, like, my old roommate from last year. Oh, my. <laughs> in Arkansas with her boyfriend, as per usual. And I'm just kind of, like, okay, whatever, like, it's Wait, a dream. Wait, do you think she listens to this podcast? There's no way. She, I don't think she knows it exists. All right, good. Uh, this this person's name, I don't care anymore. Okay, go for it. Her name is Shondalay, and that's perfect. That's such a creative name. I, I like it. I like it. But the problem is, whether this is her fault or, like, every single person that ever types out her name's fault, they forget the, like, asterisk above the E to make it lay. So, like, everyone reads it Shondale, okay? <laughs> and, like, if my name was Shondalay and, like, people didn't see the asterisk or whatever and said my name wrong, like, I would not get mad. But I was at summer orientation with this chick, and she literally started yelling. Like, she got oh, angry yeah. at this lady that said Shondale. <sighs> like, it's not her fault. Yeah. Like, it's literally spelled Shondale, too. Right. It's not. Yeah. Anyway. 
Back to the dream. I see her with her boyfriend, and, you know, I I do, in my dream logic, I do, like, notice that, and I am like, huh. (laughs) They're in Arkansas. That's weird. (laughs) But, like, beyond that, whatever. So then, like, we're back at the house, still in Arkansas. Like, we're back at my grandparents' house, and I get a text from a number that I have saved in my phone under a name. I don't remember what the name was, but it wasn't her name. But, like, I have it saved, and my dream logic is telling me that it's her. Like, for like, I remember that it wasn't her name, but yeah, like, also I know that, like, me. my brain is telling me that this is her texting me. And it's something to the effect of help my boyfriend got in a fight and punched a guy and killed him, and I don't know what to do. Oh, my word. And I was just kind of like, uh... uh. Like, and then, like, pretty much I was sitting there, like, at my grandparents' house, like, paralyzed. Not paralyzed, but I was just, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I had, like, this is not my area of expertise. Like, I don't know. Like, this is out of my pay grade. I, like, we don't even talk anymore. She didn't even talk to you when you lived together. Right, yeah. Like, we, it wasn't like we were, like, best friends. Far from it. So I just kind of sat in my dream and ignored it long enough to then wake up and be like, wow, that was a weird dream. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, especially since you were in Arkansas. What? Yeah, like, it was just weird. And, and I was why like, her? Man. Why wasn't I in Arkansas? That's You know, rude. that's, yeah. That hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my dream brain was like, well, but yeah, but now at least your boyfriend didn't kill someone in my dream also, so. You're right. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I did not appreciate that. Because then, well, the other thing was one of those, like, I then woke up at, like, 5 or 6 in the morning, and it was kind of like, okay, well, I know I should, like, go back to sleep or whatever, but I'm also at this weird time where I'm just going to get a little bit more sleep. And Did you stay awake? I know, I didn't stay awake. I went back to sleep. But I was awake enough to be like, hmm, that happened. (laughs) And I normally don't, like, have vivid dreams that I remember or anything, but, like, that one, that's gonna, like, stick in my brain somehow. I did write it down, though. I, like, made a notes on my phone that's, like, and I'm gonna, like, keep, like, if I have dreams that I remember, I'm gonna, like, start writing them down. Well, that's good. Hydrate or dehydrate. Fill that up. Um, recently, pretty icy. Oh, I just put ice in it. Oh, ice. from your ice maker. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm It doesn't all look about, like a good insulated water bottle. After all of the... I'm all about, like, hydrating. I'm getting really irritated when I have to wake up at, like, 3 o'clock and pee. Because yeah. it's not... It's not ideal. No. Here. Especially not in Denver. Okay. Sat at my, um, Energize meeting today so first of all like no one Correction. showed up <laughs> fake, fake young, young life. life at my fake young life meeting today first of all like three people showed up like Wait, 10 how many minutes members late are there? uh questionable mm-hmm. whoever shows up is kind of the situation there's like wait since it's fake young life can there be members yet i don't know how it works it's one of those things where people show up and sometimes and like you have you might have like regulars who like consistently come but it's just kind of like people show up. Now we have like a set group of like leaders who are kind of like in charge. Do you talk about God? 
Um, yes. Okay, then I'm I'll... out. <laughs> Sorry. I tried. I tried. Well, I don't know that you want to be in anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Three people showed up, like, ten minutes late. We were pretty convinced that we weren't, like, that no one was going to show up. Also, we're supposed to be in the underground, but, like, there were a bunch of people in there playing loud music and, like, being bros, <laughs> playing ping pong or whatever, and we were just kind of like, nope. So we just sat, like, in the, like, other half of the underground that's just kind of the, like, tables and chairs area. You should have kicked them out. Well, yeah, and we could have because, like, we were yeah, reserved. Yeah, reserved it. But, like, also we were pretty sure no one was going to show up, so we were just kind of like, we'll see what happens. Sure enough, like, three people showed up, and we were like, yeah, we're not going to, like, host this whole, like, play games event with three people. So, um, we just kind of sat around and talked, and we got on the topic of, like, haunted stuff and, like, ghosts, and we started talking about, like, how Jesus does not approve of this. Um, ghosts are in the Bible. Okay, but did Jesus say it was okay? I don't know. It, it was very, like, yeah, I was... I don't want to say I was uncomfortable. I guess that's not true. I, because, like, there's some good Spiritual ghosts. realm. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's not all satanic. No. Yeah. But they were, like, it was a whole conversation. Everyone was all very, like, I found out that Gabe, apparently, like, his, like, great-great-grandma is, like, a, like, pretty, like, well-known median or whatever. And, like, it runs in his family. And, like... And they're all talking about how they've seen ghosts and stuff, and I was just like, I gotta go. Like, I am getting I spooked out. Go. Like, no thank you. The other day, I don't can't even remember where I was. It was probably a couple weeks ago. Some people were, like, scared to go downstairs in Denver. <laughs> they're like, my door keeps slamming, things keep touching me. I had my hand over, like, my bed thing, and something totally brushed it. And I'm just like... <laughs> What do you mean? Uh, yeah, so I try not to think about how old the college is. And yeah, how well, I guess they said that the person who, like, built this building, Denver, his, his daughter, daughter died, yeah, got run over by, by a train. train. Yeah. And she haunts the building now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. There are for sure, like, creepy deaths and things like, that are connected to the college. That okay, I'm getting chills. Grounds. Don't say that. <laughs> for a haunting. Yeah, Ooh. so I was just very much like, ah, this conversation is not for me. Like, I don't enjoy this. Like, what would I do if there was a ghost in here? Like, I'd probably just cry. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Like, even if it was a friendly ghost, I will only not cry if they do my homework. Um, yeah. That's, that's my life. Should we do a conspiracy theory now? I mean... 10 minutes in. Well, like 10 good. minutes in. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about. Oh my god! <laughs> You're reading it's off a, of my paper. It's a dead person. It is I'm, a dead person. No, she's still alive. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well. Okay, okay. I'm going to talk about Amelia Earhart and her mysterious disappearance. I like this stuff. Yeah, it's more gonna be so good. Than other things. I enjoyed researching this one. Like, it was good. Okay, so. She was an American pilot. She started flying in her 20s and became the first woman and second person to fly nonstop across the Atlantic. Um, So she was kind of a history-making pilot. Um, Just before her 40th birthday, she attempted to fly all the way around the world. Now, 
one thing about this, they weren't like flying like nonstop around the world. Like they were oh, making. That's cheating. Yeah, I was a little bit like, um, I don't well, know. Well, I guess they have to get gas, right? Yeah, they have to like stop and get gas. And like flying in and of itself was like a new thing. So like flying all, like making a worldwide trip was going to be like, it was going to be the first time someone did that in a plane. But so, can like, they do it, it counts. Now? Like, without stopping for um, gas? I think they still have to get gas, but they can, like... Well, there are definitely planes that, like, can fuel in the air. Like, they're, what like... What do you mean? Yeah. Like, it's, like, an Air Force thing. I've definitely seen pictures of, like, a, like, fighter jet or whatever, and, like, a big, like, cargo plane and, like, a pipe that just swoops down to, like, the fighter jet and fills it up with gas. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. The more you know. Yeah, so they can probably fly nonstop around the world now, but I wonder who did that first. Huh. Anyway, she was going to attempt to fly it's a story all the for way. Time. That yeah, <laughs> all the way around the world on June first, nineteen thirty. Oh my god, that's my birthday! Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the anniversary of when they left. Wait, yeah. Yes. Yeah. In 1938? 37. Oh. Yeah, 1937. Um, and that's when they left. I don't, I didn't write down where they left from. Probably somewhere in the U.S. And they got 200, they got <laughs> 22,000 miles of their 29,000 mile trip finished before they disappeared. Wait, how many say that again? Um, Two, mm, I can't read my numbers. Oh. 22,000 miles. Out of how many? Out of 29,000. So they oh were 7,000 miles away from finishing the trip. And they just up and disappeared. And they disappeared on July 2nd. So a month later. So they were a month into the trip and they disappeared. Um, and then they were declared legally dead in January of 1939. So like a year and a half later, we gave up and it's like, okay, at this point, they're dead. Um, then in, actually, you know what? I'm gonna skip this information because it goes with some of the theories. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> we're skipping that. So they were declared legally dead in January 1939. So there are how many theories do I have? I think I have five theories. Oh, I love of you. what happened to this mysterious disappearance. Okay, the first theory is that they crashed in the ocean and drowned. That they just, like, ran out of fuel or whatever. Which is the most logical one. Right, yeah. Like, that makes the most sense. They ran out... They were looking for a specific island that they had planned to, like, land at to, like... Isn't that what is, like, known to be, like, the truth, though? Yeah, well, so we'll get to what the official, like, what the government officially, like, holds. Um, That they... So, this theory is that they ran out of fuel looking for Howard Island where they were going to, like land, refuel, whatever, and then they crash in the ocean and drowned. Um, there are calls that they made from the plane to the U.S. Coast Guard ship that was in the area, well, in the area roughly, um, reporting, like, they were saying, like, we're low on fuel and we're having a hard time finding where we're supposed to land. Um, but there was weird communication that happened with the Coast Guard. Um, like, they weren't, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it's like somehow the communication wasn't happening right. 
they weren't like receiving any information from the Coast Guard and couldn't use the positioning information they had to like find the island and actually navigate in the air. Um, so they couldn't use the information they were planning on getting from the Coast Guard to then position themselves and figure out where it was. But any, like, searches of the ocean in that, like, area have not resulted in any, like, wreckage. Like, they haven't found any, like, plane or anything in the ocean in, like, the areas that she might have, like, crashed. So, like... But how soon did they search it? Um... So, they were, like, they probably started searching for them, like, as soon as they disappeared. And, like, they probably searched for them. So, wait, this was, so, this was, what, 1937, you Mm -hmm. say? Yeah. There were definitely search parties that went out, like, after that, like, after that happened, within a year. Mm. So, they were looking. It wasn't just, like, you know, they waited for forever. And And I wonder how deep the, uh... Ocean is there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they've, like found the ocean floor and that's how they've been able to be like yeah we don't see anything because we're down here and there's nothing um so yeah this is the official like belief of the u.s government um so they are on the train of it fell into the ocean um there's lots of things that could have gone that specifically could have gone wrong like i don't think there's an exact idea of like what happened that caused the crash um, there is evidence that the plane wasn't actually fully fueled at the, like, most recent stop. Like, they didn't actually get all the fuel they were supposed to get. Oh, no. Yeah, so that can, like, could indicate that that's what happened. Um, there's also an idea that, um, Noonan, what was his name? Yeah, Fred Noonan, the navigator, might have, like, miscalculated the flight path they were supposed to take. Like, it was supposed to be a straight line from one place to the next. They might have, like, miscalculated exactly what that was going to be like. Mm. Um, and that, and, like, how long they were going to take and all that. So that might have been what led to the crash, or, like, what led to them messing up and ending up crashing in the ocean. Second theory is that they landed on the wrong island that they couldn't find howard island so they were like well we're about to run out of fuel and we don't want to crash in the ocean so we gotta land somewhere so they turned the theory is that they turned south and started looking for other islands to land and there are like other islands so the one island that is the most prominent theory is that they landed on landed or crashed both options are possible on Nikamororo, Nika, mm. Nikumororo Island. I think I'm sticking with Nikumororo. Um, a week after their, so evidence for this, a week after their disappearance, Navy planes were flying over the region and saw signs of recent habitation on the island, and they noticed stuff from a wreck from 1929 that was already a thing. Like, there was a wreck mm-hmm. in that area that happened in 1929 that wasn't a, like, surprise. Like, people knew that that was already a thing, but they did see recent habitation, like, signs of that on the island. But they also saw no evidence of, like, Earhart or the plane or anything. So so in this plane, was she, like, by herself or were there other people? It was her and Fred Noonan, the okay. navigator guy. So you so never talk true. about him. I know. I've, I kept thinking that as we research. And, like, we get to some evidence they start talking about, and they're like, it can't be her because it's a guy. And I'm like, but there was a guy no, on the there was plane. One. So, like, I don't know. 
but so lots of people like the the Nicomaroro Island was definitely like a big prominent theory and it's probably like the second most believable one besides the fact that they just crashed in the ocean um, because like it makes sense um, so like people kept searching the island and then in 1940 a skull was discovered on the island um, and so it was the research I did showed they said that, like someone found a skull but then just buried it and didn't tell anyone about it nice and then later like it came out like oh yeah I found a skull in this area and they were like um what and so they went back and like actually searched the area and they found more bones a bottle and an old-fashioned sextant which is a navigation tool like an old mm. thing so they found that um, a, there was a quote from one of the people who were there that said the bones look more than four years old though which is like this was recent it was in 1940 and they crashed in 1937 so like if the bones looked old it couldn't yeah. have been them so I mean but I also don't think that's something that a random per- person can just say right so examination of the bones and like experts who know how to like measure bones and figure out okay who these bones belong to um someone an expert said that they belonged to a five foot five person Earhart was five eight who was short and stocky she was 118 pounds so skinny tiny not stocky mm-hmm. who was at least 45 years old like at least 45 years old and Earhart wasn't even 40 yet so my question, though, is you say this is an island. How did this random person just end up there? Right, yeah. This well, so there was the 1929 wreck. So, like, that is maybe a possibility, but also, like... Didn't they save these 1929 wrecks? Um, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if they saved them or if it was just like, oh, yeah, we know that that wreck happened and... We just let them, let them figure it out. Yeah, or, like, they all died or whatever. I don't know. I, um, yeah. I think that one was, that one is totally resolved. Like, there wasn't, like, they were missing people or anything. Like, mm-hmm. they would have known. Um, and then I saw something about how the bones got lost and, like, couldn't be re-examined again. But also, like, there's more... That sounds like a government cover-up. Yeah. So that's sketchy. But also, like, there were more, like, I also saw that there were multiple, pe- at, like, times people examined the bones. Like... Back to the stuff that I skipped earlier. So that, that was in 1940, 1941, where they were like, yeah, it's a dude who's short and stocky. In 1998, there was somehow another evaluation, so I don't actually know if they got lost. It said they came from a woman of European descent that was about Amelia's height. So, like, that would match more, like, not any sort of indigenous, whatever, mm-hmm. like a European descent and a woman. So that tracked. Um, but then in 2015, another guy said, no, we were right the first time. Like, it's definitely a dude. It's definitely this. Whatever. Um, but then the same guy from 1998 who said it was a woman did another one that, like, pointed back to the fact that they were Amelia's and, like, said, no, look, they would match her pant measurements. Like, it's Mm -hmm. right. So I don't know whose bones they are. I'm... The other thing I kept thinking when I did this is, like, okay, what was Noonan's, like, height and weight? And, like, does he match this description? And, like, why didn't they find his bones? Yeah, because there were two people. So that's kind of weird. And I was just, like, okay, I don't know what these bones are about. Anyway, 
Um, in 2012, there was a photo from October of 1937. So just a, a photo from October of 1937 was like enhanced and they analyzed it or whatever. And they said that the picture showed possible landing gear of the plane. Like there was a little thing in the corner that like when you can enhance it and really look at it, it's like, ooh, that might be landing gear of the plane. Um, and this picture was taken like off the island or whatever. So mm. that could maybe match. Um, the International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery spent a lot of time investigating this, as one might imagine, as it is a historical aircraft and they're trying to recover yes. it. Um, so they have found lots of oddly specific things that like match Earhart and her plane to the island. Um, in 2017, the New England Air Museum identified some, but wait, some, oh wait, ah, I just messed up out of order. Oh, I just wrote that they found all these specific things. Like there was a thing, there was a like piece of metal that had like rivets and like screw holes marked in the exact places where her plane like would have been. Oh. But then this New England Air Museum identified some of the odd, oddly specific stuff actually matched a different plane that crashed in that area. So the amount of crashes, oh, yeah. yeah, I was starting to get a little bit like, okay, Bermuda Triangle, like this is in the Pacific Ocean, not How the Caribbean, many but planes just freaking yeah. crash onto this random island. Right, it seems a little bit like weird. Um, oh. I hated this fact that I learned. Um, the Tiger, TGAR, the International Group for Historic Um, so they only found 13 bones on the island. That group believes only 13 bones were found because coconut crabs like to carry the bones away after rapidly consuming the flesh off the bones. Coconut crabs? Yep. So... Think about that next time you go to the beach. What is a coconut crab? Let's look it up. Probably a big scary crab that apparently eats human flesh. (laughs) I I read that and I was like, oh no. And then I was like, I'm writing that down. A crab? Yeah. Like, who are these Tigar people? Are they... I don't know. The International Group for Historic... They're huge. What do you mean huge? Like... Like size? Like huge. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, it's on a trash can. Oh <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Meet the coconut crabs. crab. Coconut crab pinches like a lion. Oh, the giant coconut crab in Amelia Earhart's final moment. That's <laughs> what this says. Yeah, so that's a definite theory that, like, she landed on the island and got eaten alive by coconut crabs. Approximately three feet long is thought to be the biggest arthropod living on land. Scientists studying these immense creatures believe that they could have been responsible for the mysterious disappearance of the aviation pioneer Amelia Earhart. This is from the Vintage News, by the way. I am not plagiarizing. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to say at the end, but most of my information came from good old Wikipedia, and there was an article on Insider that had some information that I used. Oh my god, despite weighing no more than nine pounds, it can carry up to six times its own body weight. Nine times six, go. I was going to ask you that. Uh, 54. Yeah, I get, yeah. 
Oof. 54 pounds? That's like a... That's like my dog. Yeah, that's a seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. New fear, right? In a graphic violent scene, the crabs were observed to observed trying to break the bird's wings using their pinchers <gasps> and then drag them down to their underground burrows. <sighs> yeah, so that's why they only found 13 bones is because these coconut crabs devoured them. Yeah, they probably took them down to their burrows. Yeah. So... Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So that kind of helps hold that theory of like why there's not any bones. Okay. Those weren't so much conspiracies though. Like those are just theories about this mysterious disappearance. Now we're gonna start getting into conspiracies. So, history lesson time. Um, 1937. We're getting ready to start like going into World War II type of stuff. And this was in the Pacific Islands, where Japanese are, who we ended up in the war with. So, the theory is that she was captured by the Japanese. Um, so, this one's a little more out there. Especially because all the, like, island possibilities for her to have been captured by the Jap... Like, if she were to land on this island, she could have been captured. Those are all way out of the way. Like, they're not close to where Howard oh. Island was or anything. Like, they would have had to gotten way off course for so this. So much so that it was probably noticeable that they were yeah. off course. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, po- like, there's a sliver of possibility, but it definitely is less possible than the next two. Um, but there is an interview with a lady, like, a lady who was on one of these Japanese islands who claims to have seen their execution like, seeing them be killed. Um, and there's some other, like, photographs of people who are like, hey, the back of that lady's head kind of looks like Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, um, like, I was looking at the pictures and I was like, okay, like, I don't see it, but I guess. Um, which is why they've all been determined to be fake or, like, taken before she even disappeared. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah no, this, this theory doesn't actually hold water. Um, Marshall Islanders, who, so people who live, your ice machine is very loud. We have ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, like, the first week I lived here, it would scare me. Yeah. Like, every time I did it, now I'm just pretty used to it, but. It's just, like, I, I very it's much noticed it. it's making ice pretty fast. Yeah, like, Tonight. that's the second one, at least, it's had in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, people who lived on Marshall Islands, so in that area, claimed to have witnessed a plane crash at the time. Like, people claimed that they saw... Well, I mean, I bet there were a lot of plane crashes during World War II. Yeah. Well, it's not during World War II. It's before then. Oh. But, yeah. Well, still, between... And as we heard, there were, like, three different planes that crashed on, like, that set of islands or boats yeah. or stuff. So it's probably not that crazy. Um, a U.S. Army sergeant found a suspicious grave near a Japanese prison. So, like, there was a weird, like, unmarked, sketchy grave so near a Japanese prison. So, like, maybe. Why does he think that's Amelia Earhart? I don't know. I don't believe that one because. <laughs> right, yeah. If the Japanese executed her, there's no way they would give her a special grave. Well, it wasn't necessarily a special grave. Like, that was the thing. It was just uh, kind of like... It wasn't specially in any way. It was just it was like... Just, ooh, it was a grave. It was a grave. Gotcha. Near a Japanese prison. 
Um, and surprisingly, like, a lot of her, like, surviving family kind of, like, holds on to this theory. Like, that was something that I thought was kind of weird, that, like, some of her family is kind of like, yeah, no, I believe that she was captured by well, the Well, I Japanese. feel like that might be, like, a denial thing. Yeah. Like, I right. don't want to believe that my ancestor wasn't good enough. Like, not saying she wasn't even good enough, but, like... Right. Couldn't yeah. get, do what she needed to do. Right. Um, so, again, the biggest, like, problem with this theory is that it's way out of the way. It doesn't really make much sense. And then there's this idea that even if the Japanese had found them stranded, there actually would have been bigger incentive for them to rescue them because it would have, like, like looked like, the, the, you know, be the good guys and been like, oh, we rescued this American or, pilot. She was a hero to the world, whatever. Or she even knows so much about, like, flying that she could be an asset. Right, yeah. So there's not a lot of... Um, incentive for them to just like kill her and yeah be done with it like they probably could have done more with that unless leading to my fourth theory Amelia Earhart was a U.S. spy this theory um, claims that she and um, Noonan were on a mission to document suspicious goings on in the Pacific Ocean. So, like, the trip around the world flight was a bit of a ruse to be like, we're gonna go all the way around the world and we're gonna pay special attention when we're flying over the Pacific Islands mm-hmm. to see what the situation is there. So, like, if that were the case and then also they crashed, there definitely is incentive for them to execute her and Noonan and put them in suspicious unmarked graves. Um, so, that theory kind of, like, those connect, and that could make sense if she was, like, a spy. There's also this, like, claim, oh, I don't know if it was, I don't remember if it was a U.S. propaganda. I think it was a Japanese propaganda, that she was captured and, like, used, like, made to, like, be on like Japanese radio propaganda stuff like people claim that like they can hear her voice and like that these like because this is a documented thing of like there was female propaganda radio things Mm. and people are like I think that's Earhart's voice like I think that's her oh but like that was pretty much discounted also like no that's not her like we know what her voice sounded like and that's not it so I don't know that's yeah. another weird one. That's very, I think, opinionated, like... Yeah. Right. Hard to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last theory, we've kind of blown through these, is that she um, survived and made it all the way back to the U.S. and lived under a secret identity for the rest of her life. Okay, so these are the ones I like. <laughs> In 1970... Yeah. Because... Yeah. All right, go right. on. In 1970, Joe Kloss published a book with this theory like a whole book detailing like how this theory works um so this theory kind of ties them all up together um in that she survived the crash was captured by the japanese um secret and the rescue the united states um rescued her and then she just moved to new jersey to be a super chill housewife do kind of basic Nothing like what she was like. Right, which does not match her, like, personality at all. Um, the other thing is she assumed the, like, theory is she assumed the identity of Irene Bolum, who was a person who already existed, and when Irene found out about this situation, she filed a lawsuit against them because they were 
like, low-key identity theft, like... So, wait, was Noonan her husband? No. Oh. I don't think Fake so. Fake husband? Yo, that would have been a good theory. That would have been yeah, fun. Yeah, it would have been better if they had just, you know, made up fake names and not names of people who yeah. already actually existed. That doesn't really make so, sense. Yeah. And, like, why would you give up all, like, the fame you're about to give? Yeah, right. I have problems So, that, that theory also I like the crazy ones. Oh, yeah. Um, the last thing that I have is... I found this really good quote while I was researching about, like, her legacy and all that. Um, it's from the curator of the National Air and Space Museum, Tom D. Crouch. Um, and this Wait, that's in D.C., right? There. Yeah. I think I went there in eighth grade. Quite possibly. I've definitely been there. That one was definitely not the funnest. <laughs> not a fan of space. My mom loves to tell the story of us going there and my brother, who was, like, I don't know, little, like pointing up at all the airplanes, and his word for airplane was Enya, and so he would be like, Enya, 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 just pointing at all the airplanes, because that's what he would do, like, out in the wild, or not in the wild, but like, out outside, and about, outside, outside, you know, you see a plane, and he goes, Enya, Enya, and so then we are in a museum with all the airplanes, and he was like, Enya, 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 um, but, the quote, the quote of Amelia Earhart is, in part, we remember her because she's our favorite missing person. So, Aww. I thought that was interesting. And that, I, just, I don't know, it just had me thinking about, like, what would this, like, history legacy be like if she had survived? Like, I don't know, that idea of, would she be remembered she... as much? I probably, or, but also just... Would she have went on to, like, do better things? Right, yeah. So, I don't know. It was interesting. That was good, but that's that's my conspiracy theory for the week. That was good. Do you have yours picked out? We're recording tomorrow. That'd be a negative. <laughs> but I think many of the listeners know that I am not the best at researching slash being prepared. Yeah, last week's... Last week... It's not really weekly, yeah. Last time. We've had trouble getting on schedule. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. We do have merch now, though. That's fun. We do low-key have merch, yeah. I'll sell some on a sticker for (laughs) $5,000. Not anything cheaper. Alright. Because Riley Gatlin's mom gave it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My mom's probably number one fan of the podcast. She was upset. I'm really calling her out. She texted me while she was listening to the last one, and she was like, uh-oh, Grace mentioned Spongebob. I'm about to get called out. <laughs> she was like, here we go again. All the, like, guilt and shame about not letting my kids watch Spongebob. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing. But, but you're probably a better person now because well, of that. Here's why. Like, I... We all thought, like, growing up that it was a content thing, that she, like, didn't like Spongebob for whatever reason, because it was, like, I always just assumed it was because it was dumb, and then she was like, no, you're going to watch PBS Kids, because they teach you about reading. (laughs) No, it's because Nick, like, Nickelodeon had, like, commercials for toys and stuff, and she was just like, I don't want want you to see things to buy. Yeah. That's funny. Which I was like, okay, that like makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay. Because literally, with that. I remember every single time a toy came out, I'd be, I'd be like to my mom, I want that. I want yeah. that. 
Yeah, so that was why we could watch PBS, is because, like, they didn't have toy commercials. Wow. So, yeah. But, again, it probably helped you educationally as well. Probably. Probably. But you didn't miss out on the good Spongebob. You should look them up on YouTube sometime. <laughs> Maybe I will. I probably won't. Starting with the episode from last, the last time we podcasted. Yeah, definitely. Today at work, um, at the writing center, the, like, guy who runs it started, like, talking to me about all these movies that I needed to watch. Like, he found out that I am uncultured when it comes to, like, the American movie experience and was like, have you seen this movie? And I was like, no. What is considered an American movie? I don't know. He said one's, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Is that the movie? Is that a movie or is that a TV, like, soaps? No, it's... Is it a wonderful... I think that's what it's called. I don't know. That's what a thing is called. I just thought it was a TV show. No, I think it's a movie. Um, Oh, Citizen Kane. I was like, who Who's seen Citizen Kane? Like, this is is maybe just a year-old thing. Yeah, who you're talking about is, like, a 70-year-old man. Maybe not. That might be a little I don't think he's that old. But he was just went on and on and it was like it was like 10 minutes not even 10 minutes like it was time for like I, my shift was ending like it was time for me to go I didn't You're leave like, till like 5 7 minutes after I was supposed oh to be done I'd be like I gotta like, go bud I got somewhere to be uh, I mean it is interesting it is funny talking to him though like he's an interesting character so but yeah I need to be more more, more cultured he was like I'm gonna give you a list of movies that you need to watch before you graduate college. And he was like, you don't, like, have to watch them, but, like, you should. And I was like, okay. Can I do it while I'm on the clock, please? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been that, but, like, can that be, like, while I'm sitting here at the writing center? Or overtime? I'll watch them in my bed <laughs> if you pay me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Anyway. Do you see this right here? Yeah. That's where I busted, I opened my drawer in there, and like, was in like, digging through my shirts, and then moved back to put a shirt on, and freaking busted that, my, like, all up. Yikes. I've noticed, like, I'm concerned for myself, that I literally, like, hurt myself more than I have in a long time lately. Hmm. Like, also, in the clubhouse last night, we were in the attic, and I freaking rammed my <laughs> shoulder into, like, a pillar thing, like, Ooh. rammed it. Yeah. It hurt, like your pants or I didn't but I was close yeah like I think it's like feels very loose but I can't tell my knee is still recovering from bed races oh my god you might scar I probably will I mean part of the problem is that I'm one of those awful people who picks in their scabs oh me too that's what I've been so. doing like this whole episode so I have blisters <laughs> from DC still mm. that are just now like healing yeah. I have to keep putting on heels to go to more Sigma Alpha events. <laughs> I wore heels two days in a row just on pure, like, because I didn't, like, have to. Like, I had other shoes I could have worn. Are we worn. talking, like, heels, heels, or, like, wedges? Um, I guess yesterday they were technically wedges, but I was, like, up on heels. Okay. So, I count that heels. Okay. Yeah, I'm... About tapped out. I need a relaxing weekend here soon. Yeah. I'm drowning. You don't have class tomorrow, don't you? I don't, but I have the dog toy event. That'll be fun, though. Is it really fun? I think more fun would not have anything to do. Uh, 
I'm so grateful for my opportunities here at Wilmington College. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have to do anything. I get to. <laughs> there you go. Positive attitude. We do do a lot of complaining on this podcast. I feel like that's the good content. It's <laughs> when I complain about stuff that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> right. And, like, it's all pure optional. Well, some of the classes we complain about aren't quite optional, but for the most part. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bed. All right. Um, oof. I don't remember. You have to say something, right? We can just say, and as always, don't believe the stupid stuff. That is actually it, I believe. Yep. Okay.